please enter room 2008. Thousand back. We're live, but we are not on Earth. Where are we? The moon. <laughs> really? Yeah, like broadcasting live from the moon. You figured there'd be some lag, but surprisingly, no, there's none. Nope. Just like back in 1969, direct connection. No uh, lag, no latency, nothing. So, um, yeah, so yeah, we can go ahead and uh, get everything started. Uh, we are Room 2008. We are live on Twitch right now. If you're listening to this on the podcast, uh, join us every time we go on at Room 2008 ENT. Um, also, hit us up on Twitter, Room 2008 ENT2, and shoot us an email, Room 2008 ENT at gmail.com. Uh, Rabbit Hole, you want to go through the names we've chosen for tonight? <laughs> Okay, never mind, Lance. You want to go through the, uh, the names we have tonight? No. Uh, all right. So, um, I excuse me. So it, it's it's very interesting. Uh, you know, we were talking about certain documents that came up and everything. You know, and in those documents, and this is part of the episode is they found this new operation that nobody really knew about, and it's Stargate Operation Black Bull. <laughs> It's in the documents that they found in the garage, you know, by the Corvette. I'd oh, so, yeah. We have to talk about it. Obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when I grew up, I, you know, when I was growing up, I always wanted to be an astronaut. <laughs> Emphasis on the ass. Do we have a, a chirp, like a cricket chirp over here? What about you, Peter? <laughs> what is my name? Cumin Kum- Uranus. Something like that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I made sure to emphasize the pause so there's no misunderstanding. What if human is like <laughs> they have that uh, on Uranus? <laughs> Peter would be the one to answer that. Because <laughs> you know, Cumin is a goblet <laughs> on Uranus. Pretty much everywhere. Can't get away from it. Cumin on everything. Yeah. Uh, Anything he can get his lot. hands on. He's <laughs> got, you know, it's all over his house. Uh, All over the furniture right now, probably. The house smells like cumin. On his sweaty hands right there. <laughs> Look at him rubbing on his watch. face. And if you're not watching, we're giving you some really good uh, visuals. So, <laughs> Oh, I got to stop laughing. I'm going to pass out. <laughs> oh, oh, first it's topic. Our goal. It's our goal to get Peter to throw up at least once on the podcast from laughing so hard. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> well, current events. What do you think, Peter? What's the uh, biggest story of the last week or so? Well, you mentioned the uh, the Corvette situation. We got to talk about that. Right. Uh, I'm beginning. I'm beginning to notice every uh, news station, left or right, is talking about this. And uh, even like CNN is like, you know, big scandal. Oh, what is he going to do? And it's, it's caused all these conversations. You know how they were comparing the Mar a Lago raid to this. Like he's not going to get raided. But he had that stuff for like how many years? Six or seven years since since his vice presidency, Mm -hmm. which at the time, and you know, of course, after 
he didn't have the declassification authority. That's correct. Mm -hmm. So there it is. So this is like, I don't think there's any way to like really get out of this. So it's going to be interesting. And this is also sparking conversations about, uh, you know, the deeper stuff, like the, the laptop from hell and uh, all this stuff. It's all, it's, it's all beginning to be talked about like across the mainstream. So I, I predict that we're going to see some sort of exit of this presidency. Uh, I think it might be shameful. And I don't know what the future holds. Are we going to get a little, uh, are we going to get a little bit of Kamala uh, as president? And then we'll see who runs after that, like Gavin Newsom or somebody. Uh, what, what do y'all think is going to happen? I don't know. I don't, I don't know if they're trying to ease them out or what, but if, if the, you know, if the mainstream press is talking about it on both sides, then something's up. Right. It's, it's yeah. almost too early to really make that call just because of that. Yeah. The, uh, is really the, the pro, the pro wrestling storyline is, is in full effect. And I think so far, my favorite, uh, piece of evidence is I think, I think they said this on the news. Uh, it, these documents are tied to Ukraine. Are they? I, I, I think so. I think they said, uh, that uh, there's ties to Ukraine and all kinds of, all kinds of crazy declassified stuff just sitting in the garage. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, what better place to have it than the garage? Right. Peter, yeah. what uh, what classified stuff do you have in your garage? <laughs> I don't have a garage. Oh, it's a cumin, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> that's where I stockpile it's cumin. Next to that spice. Three stockpile cumin. <laughs> Just piles and piles. Somebody said hello in the chat. Hello. 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 Oh, yeah, Long time remote viewer, zero one sundown. Well, it's zero zero. Oh, it is zero one. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I guess I don't know. What's that? <laughs> but um, another hot topic uh, this week was the Daily Wire versus Stephen Crowder. Ooh, juicy! Did All right, let's dig into it. Hear about it? Did y'all keep up with that? Any? Yeah, yeah. I, I looked into it pretty deeply. I watched the Daily Wire's retort, their immediate retort, mm-hmm. and I thought it was pretty thorough. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, see, this is the, the area is kind of gray for me because, like, on one hand, I think Stephen Crowder kind of made himself look like an ass. Yeah. Uh, and also, like, he was choosing to die on the hill of, uh, you know, censorship and all that, uh, bowing to big tech. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that, but I'm watching this on YouTube. Like he's he's own big tech. Yeah. And I think he was asking for I know I heard Candace Owens say it on a clip or something, but they were talking about how he wanted 120 million. It's crazy. And I could see how they would be like, well, no. So yeah. what what it really is is a, a, a deal that just, you know, the, the parties didn't they didn't come to a, a negotiation. All right, so this is the Daily Wire trying to uh, buy Crowder. Pretty, pretty much, like he's a Crowder's. Ba- it's like a football analogy. Uh, he's a free agent right now. Daily Wa- Daily Wire basically sent him. Who like, was he with before? He was his. He just did his own thing, right? 
I think he was on the Blaze. I think. Yeah, he was on the Blaze, and I, I think um, before so, that he was on something else. Yeah, so his contract ran out with them, so he's you know a free agent. Um, Daily Wire basically just sent him like, "Hey, um, here's some terms. Is this enough to get you to talk to us? You know, negotiate." And uh, that was back in like October. So all all this stuff happened back in October, and then he just randomly comes out last week about how insulted he was by the deal and just how was Daily it, Wire is fifty million dollar. Deal? Yeah, fifty million over four years, and then you know there's certain stipulations and stuff like that. And okay, and he came back with like 120 or something million. He didn't even he didn't even mention that in his initial rant. Did yeah, just... it, and he did like a couple of uh, videos after the uh, what's the guy's name from Daily Wire? Uh, uh, Jeremy Boring? No, yeah, uh, is that him? Okay, yeah. Uh, so after that video. He, he made a video that was called uh, I Didn't Want to Do This or something like that. And then he plays uh, what Record Jeremy phone call. Yeah, yeah, what Jeremy thought was a private phone call, recording of, a, of their private phone call. And he said some uh, turn, uh, you know, tongue-in-cheek phrase in passing, you know, of like wage slaving or something like that. And, you know, he wasn't uh, – you, you can listen to it and, you know, decide for yourself, but it just sounded like he was like kind of being funny for a second. Yeah. Uh, but for Crowder to like do that, yeah, and then to like just just come out with the contract right right at the front like this, and, and he didn't he, he didn't name the Daily Wire. He just said you know he, he his initial rant was going off on big con you know big big conservatism and how they're in bed with big tech. So you know he had redacted all the names and and stuff like that, but. You know, everybody figured it figured out it was the Daily Wire. That's why they came out so quick with their. That's right. Of course, call. people would figure it out. So it's it's still kind of a kind of an asshole. You know, and, and he's like, part. you know, the the contract would basically be like, um, it was very strict with you know, um, in relation to the advertisers that advertise on the Daily Wire and stuff like that. And he's like, yeah. You know, I, I don't. I don't want to have to depend on that because you know, once that happens, you know, you, the listener, are the product. You know, um, mm. I, I'm no longer the product. You're the product. So, with that being said, go to my website and give your email address to you know, in con, in the con .com, You know, and it's like yeah. dude, you're you're they're the customer anyway. You're you're asking for email addresses on your new website while complaining that you know they're going to be a product if you go to the Daily Wire. I I think Crowder came off looking horrible in this. Yeah, and as and much is, as much as I loathe the Daily Wire. Crowder came off looking really bad. Yeah, and I don't like the Daily Wire either. And, you know, Peterson went over to there, and they've turned into this suit-wearing, roaring 20s, uh, you know, weird club thing. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I, 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 the, the suits, it's all just so silly-looking. And they're like whiskey and cigar. Yeah. Just, and all of so this like sitting around like, oh, we're conservative. Yeah. When you're hanging out with Ben Shapiro and Jeremy Boring. Yes. It is cringe to gotcha. sip whiskey and smoke a cigar. Well, you know, they're food. like, they're like leather they're like chairs. Watches yeah. and cuff. Like, yeah. And, yeah. It's, it's, and fucking Michael Knowles and all that. Oh my God. Yeah. It, I mean, it's good. It's good that something that. like Daily Wire can exist, but and and this is kind of where I, I kind of agree with Crowder's point a little bit, even though he's just he's all up in the game and has always been this whole time. But 
he was he was talking about how you know getting penalized like if he gets censored yeah. if he if he can't make episodes because you know youtube has uh put the kibosh on it for uh, two weeks or something yeah like i understand that and you know don't expect the daily wire to try to tell uh you know youtube or google like well we're yeah. gonna say what we want to anyway like they they have to cater they they have yeah. to they can't there's certain things that you can't say there's things that we cannot say here now yeah and and shapiro is is click tight with susan how do you say her name susan whiskey or something yeah like whatever that? the ceo of youtube yeah yeah they're they're two peas in a pod. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I just, Daily Wire is absolutely cringe. So. Yeah, it, it's it's cringe to the max to me. But um, yeah, I think I do think Crowder kind of looks like an ass. Uh, yeah, he came out he came out looking really bad on that. And hmm. now, what do you? Okay, so what do you guys think is going to happen to Mister Mug Club? I don't know. I don't know who if he's going to sign with anybody or if he's going to start his own thing. I mean, he's not going away. Like this is just gonna, you know, it's just like everything else. It's a, it was basically a, pu- a publicity stunt for him. That's all it was, you know, because he's he's got his new. I think the, I think he said the website was in in the con dot com or something like that, or stop the con or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, he's he's trying to play the role of the underdog, Mister Band, Mister D Platform when he's not. He's his mainstream his brand, just not yeah, his own he's brand, a, his own. Uh, yeah, he's his mainstream yeah. and and, yeah. and milk toast is the rest of them you know he's he doesn't say anything that that's even going to remotely get him literally deplatformed like a lot of other people have yeah i don't know i i i kind of liked him at first uh, like i thought the uh change my mind series was uh was interesting to watch mm-hmm. uh and thought provoking um and cringe so it's like a bunch of good things wrapped in one and you know that kind of yeah. made it that kind of made him like a household name a little bit yeah but then like there was this one episode episode of rogan he appeared on rogan i think it was the like maybe the first time he appeared on there and uh he and rogan did not get along in the episode and then rogan had to like apologize and go on his program and you know yeah yeah there's a lot of stuff um you know, since this has come out, you know, like Candace Owens has said, like, you know, go ask not gay Jeremy about, you know, his contract oh, yeah. with Crowder and stuff like that. You know, it's just, it's all, it's all just like politics. It's just, it's pro wrestling. It's his. Yeah. It's that his guy big, can't even talk about it. Yeah. So. Uh, so I, I think, do you think Crowder's done? No. 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 No, not at all. He'll come back in some way. Yeah. He'll come back. But, uh, <laughs> but like. Minimum now. I, I never thought he was really that funny. Yeah. Uh, and that since that Joe Rogan appearance, that, that was when I kind of fell off the wagon because he folded uh, when when Joe was like kind of, you know, jabbing at him and really, yeah, really pressuring him. He folded like origami. He folded uh, faster than Superman on laundry day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of pro wrestling, let's talk about the moon. Okay. <laughs> I like that segue. Nice. So uh, we're going to get into some things about the moon tonight. We're going to go into some strange factoids, some um, interesting theories about the moon uh, that we've come across. We're going to go into the moon landing. 
uh, kind of probably going to go on both sides, whether we uh, not 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 as a uh, matter of whether we think we did or didn't, but uh, just some different viewpoints of whether we did or didn't, uh, you know, both for and against. Um, I got some stuff uh, that I want to bring up and some stuff on the other side that says we did go to the moon, you know, so um, okay. it's going to be an interesting episode. So I hope you stay with us this whole time. If you're listening on the podcast, um, you know, we might go a little long. I'm not sure. I know Peter's got a lot. Um, you know, and I got some stuff and Lance is going to bring up some stuff. So it's going to be a good episode. So, uh, what yes, do you want to yes. start with Peter? We didn't uh, go. <laughs> oh, <that's yeah>. it. <laughs> I, I do want to, uh, yes, I do want to pull up, uh, that, Blow up. Uh, uh, Buzz Aldrin video of him, uh, talking to a, a kid. Yeah. Uh, we can't, that sounds a little weird. Well, uh, uh, a kid. Well, Yeah. Well, she's not even paying attention. She's just looking off. And he's just he's just saying stuff. And you know he's he's extremely elderly. But listen to what he says. Uh, we 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 got to pull that up because this I think this is kind of how we start the conversation. Yeah. Um, um, is there any certain time code I need to go in on this or? No, it's short. Just uh, uh and we won't talk so we avoid echo. But yeah, let. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, mute the mute the mic. So. Uh... Okay. Hold on, I got there's a, there's an ad playing. Hold on. All right. So this is this is Buzz Aldrin uh, talking about going to the moon. Yep. Let me uh, let me get full screen going. There's, and then... a, there's a few videos too. It's not the only one, but this is kind of the. Oh yeah. Do Do you have uh, links to the other ones by chance? We should we should look at those too. Right. I brought up this one. There's another video, but it's kind of. Um, you got to find the video that has the whole conversation yeah you won't take anything out of that so well uh, i guess post some if we can or okay but all right yeah start the conversation all right um i'm gonna play this real quick so this is that uh the video so make sure i gotta share the audio so if y'all remember if y'all say anything it's gonna all right i'll be okay. quiet all right here we go okay. zoe favorite what is your favorite thing about space go in there <laughs> Going there. Why has nobody been to the moon in such a long time? <laughs> That's not uh, an eight-year-old's question. <laughs> That's my question. I want to know, but I think I know. Because we didn't go there and and that's the way it happened. And and if it didn't happen. It's nice to know why it didn't happen. So in the future, if we want to keep doing something, we need to know why something stopped in the past that we wanted to keep it going. All right. Well, two weird things about that you can look at from two different perspectives. But uh, So he's an old man, right? And maybe he just slipped up and was talking crazy. He said, we didn't go. You could, you could say, like, oh, well, he's talking about not going back. And mm-hmm. he was just fumbling through his words. But he was, like, just, okay. You he's not also... crazy. He got married at, like, 96 or 93. Um, oh, really? Again, I'm sure it's, it's not his first wife. But, you know, it doesn't – it can't be crazy to get married at 93. I'm sure he's perfectly mentally there. Well – uh, also, I mean, look at look at how he's like. You could you could tell that he's off put by the fact yeah. that we didn't go back. 
Uh, 93rd birthday, he got married. But anyways, keep going. Wow. (laughs) Yeah. So I think I think that's weird, and that's a I think that's a good place to kick off the conversation. Mm -hmm. And uh, so let's talk about some factoids. Yeah, let me pull up. These are like just general factoids that you can find on NASA.gov and Science, whatever, and blah blah blah. Um, Science be praised. so I think the first one that I kind of want to talk about is, uh, so there was a couple of, so we're, we're going to talk about the moon as, as far as like the nature of the moon, like it, it's possible structure, uh, you know, it's geological structure, however you want to say it. And, uh, so there's a couple, there's a couple of stories that happened where they crashed, uh, modules into the moon and reported through seismographs that were uh, left on the moon surface, uh, the seismographs reported that the, there was activity, seismic activity for like an hour, uh, that, the, that the moon rang like a bell. Um, I wonder what frequency it rang at. Yeah, I'm wondering that too. Where, let's, where, can you pull up that article? Uh, which one? You got two different ones about them. Um, Pull up the first one. Drew, your Apollo 12 crash. Yeah. Yeah. This is this is interesting stuff because, I mean, I'm I'm no space. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know uh, how to do a seismograph of the moon or nothing. But if something, if something like if you if you bang a satellite or a module into it. And it and it and it basically rings for over an hour. What does what does that implicate to y'all? Hollow. I mean, that's that's my that would be my guess, but we'll get into that more. But uh, that first article is is uh, very interesting. Let's see if I can see where is it. This is a very very long article. Is there any like specific section you want me to go to or? Um. Did y'all hear that? Yeah. Last time I couldn't. It's on the uh, it's on the the top uh, at the top of the right column on the first page. The astounding result of that crash. The, the moon, moon. Yeah. Yeah. You go, you go ahead. The moon rang like a bell for nearly an hour, indicating some strange and unearthly underground structure. Intended to probe this subsurface formation with stronger and longer range seismic waves, the impact of the of the heavier and faster speeding Saturn stage should really make the moon clang. For good measure, Apollo 13 will also crash its own lunar module ascent stage some 42 miles from a new seismometer seismometer that it will have emplaced on the moon's surface. And this is popular science that Mm -hmm. that you're reading from. Yeah, yeah, Pop Pop Sci magazine. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and then uh, this this next article uh, does the moon sound like a bell? Uh, This is their attempt to. Explain this. Oh, oh, I remember why I sent you this article. Actually, uh, go go to that article and scroll down. You can see <laughs> it's like a picture of the moon's asshole. <laughs> but yeah, I haven't seen that before. But this is <laughs> there it is. Yeah, wait, yeah, pull up the article and share the screen. <laughs> I was scrolling through reading the article and I laughed. I laughed out loud. Where is it? <laughs> this is horrible too. If you're so that's that's, you're... that's supposedly Apollo thirteen <laughs> uh, human. <laughs> that, 
It looks really, it kind of looks photoshopped, doesn't it? This is supposedly the crater left by Apollo 13's impact. <laughs> but yeah, this is where they're they're trying to explain like moon quakes and stuff like that. But I, if if the moon rang like a bell, that that indicates it's hollow. But we're going to talk about other things, and this is you know this is just a weird. These are just weird factoids for the moment. Mm-hmm. But we're also going to get into uh, weird observations that suggest that maybe the moon isn't a physical object. So, uh, but we'll get into that. And uh, also, I uh, had something to say about the... Uh, so, the, like, the moon is, like, considered to be... Uh, when compared to, like, other moons in our solar system, it's, like, it's like super unique. Uh, it's it's way too close and too big, and I didn't know this, but it's in the it's in that article there. Uh, it's explaining how we so Earth originally collided w- with another. This is just an explanation of how the moon was formed. I'll I'll just go ahead and read this. The moon formed after a nasty planetary collision with young Earth. Yeah, it looks odd next to its watery or orbitable neighbor. Turns out it really is odd. Only about one in every 10 to 20 solar systems may harbor a similar moon. May harbor. And then it goes on. uh, New observations made by NASA's Spitzer Space Telescope of stellar stardust clouds suggest that moons like Earth's are at most in only 5 to 10% of planetary systems. When a moon forms from a violent collision, dust should be blasted everywhere, said Nadia Gorlova, an astronomer at the University of Florida in Gainesville who analyzed the telescope data in a new study. If there were lots of moons forming, we would have seen dust around lots of stars, blah, blah, blah. So, like, we collided, and then it broke off and then formed. Mm-hmm. So that's, that, like, that's the official explanation. But according to, you know, ancient maps I'm looking at, I'm trying to pinpoint where exactly the moon became like part of, you know, where it, where it entered like mythology and, you know, biblical text and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so what, what do you guys think? What do you think the origin of the moon really is? What is it? Is it a physical object? Is it, it is. you think so? Yeah. Uh, do you think it's hollow? That I don't know. Uh, what do you think about this bell business? It'd be, interesting, it'd be interesting to see what frequency it was it was vibrating or ringing at. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, but there's another thing that I want to talk about, and this this is kind of this is kind of rethinking the physicality of the moon. But uh, I do want to get over. Wait, did we have any factoids left? I had a couple of things I wanted to say. Yeah, um, the, one, the ones you sent me was uh, the moon ringing like a bell. Um, moon quakes yeah yeah yeah. okay uh, that's, that's also that's also in the pop sci article that we were going over that's right um so y'all have any strange moon factoids no but uh i mean i, I have some stuff i was going to go over but it wasn't necessarily factoids. it was more relating yeah. to uh the landing and uh some of the other stuff so okay which uh, what, what, what you want to go next with the this? comments Oh, it does not ring like a bell because space is vacuum. It would have. No. 
Yeah, uh, that's that's something to think about. Um, it most likely does not ring like a bell because space is a vacuum. Internally, have much vibrate off of. They're registering it internally. I yeah, can see I, it ring like a bell. I think I think I'm I, I'm thinking more of like it's uh, it's physical resonance. Um, and do you need uh, can can something resonate in a vacuum? Like, let's say I don't know. That's an interesting question. Of course it can, right? Um, but then again, space is space. I mean, it's kind of like the unknown. <laughs> Nothing really is right. Uh, and the 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 moon is still it, it it has no atmosphere. It's still it's like it's in the vacuum of space, right? Right. So of course. Yeah, and I remember the MythBusters did a debunking episode on you know all the questions that people had about the waving flag. Um, and that's something to discuss too because I mean the flag did wave in the footage. It, yeah, it waved we, we, like there was wind. Yeah, I mean we can we can go into that when we get into the landing. Okay. Yeah. Um, um, so one more thing about the moon is that doesn't have to do with the landing. Before we get into that, is the either it's a hologram. And the lunar wave. The hologram okay. in that it's uh, conveniently a lunar lock, right? Is that what it's called? The, the um, Where it doesn't obviously spin or it spins with the same rotation of the Earth. Yeah, yeah, it's locked in. And that's, tidal lock, tidal lock. That, Sorry, that's, uh, that's one of the, the strange anomalies about our moon as well, is that it turns it, it, it turns at just the right speed that everyone on, on visible Earth sees only one side of it oh oh wait okay this is a great transition i did want to show y'all this so um in hey, the did we ever, go ahead did we ever test that go ahead let me talk um do we ever <laughs> test that theory about the light coming off the moon is actually uh colder than the shadows at night i still i still have to test that that's we what i'm we bring that's it what i'm so hearing much. we have to yeah test. uh we'll need the we'll, moon i'm gonna test it We'll need some sort of thermometer and out like an outdoor thermometer, which I'm sure is uh, easily you know gettable. Um, that would be a good experiment. So, uh, Drew, in the last email that I sent you, uh, click on uh, the the GIF of the dark side of the moon. Now, this is supposed to be uh, from yeah. Pull it up and share that screen because like this is supposed to be official uh, footage from a satellite that is a million miles away this this right here yeah uh wait it's uh oh i didn't go to the exact oh, the north go, go to the first one see the, one of them is a gif see if that's the gif i mean i, I clicked it says gif of dark side so I... it should have gone right to it you'll have to click one in the it's one of them in there click the first one no, it's not the gift. While we're going over that, our viewer said, uh, many cultures believe the moon affects the human behavior. There it is. Werewolves and lunatics. That's pretty cool. So, zoom in fact. on that, would you? I don't know about you guys, but that just looks so Yeah, I, You know, we talked about this at one point. There's no way I can believe that they're saying that's an actual picture. I mean, there's yeah. nothing... There's nothing uh, I mean, it can't be. Is that from NASA? I mean, is that like literally supposed to be the official? Well, okay. So go back, and uh, so in the email, oh, the I've first thing that before, and we you did prove this before that they did say it was official. I just don't remember the source it came from. I don't know. If yeah. It was NASA or if it so was... I I sent I sent one source. Uh, click click on that first uh, 
email that says uh, Dark Side, Drew. Right here. Yeah, click on click on that. And uh, yeah, so this is this is the source. So China makes history landing on Dark Side of the Moon. And uh, oh yeah, so, I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So this is this is real. Now look at that picture. 2019, at, by the way, for the uh, mm -hmm. look at that. Look at that green. You see the green? Oh yeah. hell! <laughs> like, look how awful. And look, I mean, what what's even more laughable about it is if you go back to the GIF. So let's think about spheres, right? And and if you see how fast the moon is is moving across this GIF, uh, you would you would see that the sphere would turn slightly by looking at the uh, the little spot on the the top left corner of the moon, kind of the mid top left corner. And you would see that you would see that shift, but it does not. It stays flat the whole time. You see that? Mm -hmm. It doesn't turn at all, and it should be turning because it's or this is so silly, dude. Yeah, this is ridiculous. It's yeah. There's there's nobody that can sit here and see this video. Of course, the non viewers can't actually see what we're seeing, but it looks like a an old N sixty four type. Um, you know, it's, it has that same kind of graphic to it. Right, it's laughably fake, and you know they took pictures of even even the video they did um, was was horrible. Right, and you know how would all what those you get when NASA's funds get cut? You get these. <laughs> they start volunteering like high school projects. <laughs> I think their annual budget is like twenty billion dollars, or maybe more. It's probably more. Um, uh, and uh, see the see the tracks there, the the astronaut tracks. My question is, if those were uh, if those tracks were left in the moon dust, did they blast them away? Like uh, you know, when they took off, like when you when you look at the actual footage and see, do we have the, a picture? Uh, do we have a video of that? The blast, you know, when it shows the uh, glitter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I sent one in the in the thing, I believe. And um, um, even Buzz was in another video, and he was uh, talking about. You know, well, who was there? You know, who was taking the the video? And you leave right. it like that, kind of like, you know, ask more questions, kind of deal. Yeah, he was on camera uh, saying that, which is pretty interesting. There's a lot of video out there. A lot of it is taken out of context from his other interviews. So I mean, don't get lost in all those. Uh, but there are other videos of him asking questions, literally about the um, proof that we even went. Pretty right. So I'm uh let's let's actually look at that video too to to look at the glitter. Which um, one is it? I just sent. Did I send the link in there? Oh, did I not? Um, oh, in that video. Oh, okay. Yeah, I sent the I sent the link uh, for the uh, the lunar taking off or exiting the moon. Um, I just sent it. So pull pull that up and uh, let's check out that glitter. Now keep in mind, uh, I think the speeds that this thing was moving, I could be wrong on this. I might be remembering incorrectly, but I believe when this uh, when this module uh, was flying towards the moon, it was at the rate of like four thousand miles per hour, and then it has you know these uh, uh, jet things on the bottom that you know cushion its its landing. So, um, did it not pull up? What are we looking at here? Did I send the wrong link? Let's see. No, that should be the right link. I mean, it looks like it's, this is the module landing. 
Did you oh, did you play Rowan on the? Did circuit? you pull this up? Oh it's yeah, look at that. This is from your email. The one I just sent. No. So right now, is we're we're watching a uh, video. I don't know the source. If anybody could share where they got it, but um. Of skip, the, uh, skip ahead like twenty five percent of the landing. Was this supposed to be the first landing? Yeah, you'll you'll start to see some action coming up. Yeah, here we go. A little fun fact: I didn't know twelve people have actually walked on the moon. Twelve men. They're really pushing a female astronaut to walk next, but uh, yeah. So here's the here's the footage of them touching down. Now, y'all tell me, does does this look real? Let's see. Kind of skip ahead a little bit. There's music in the background. Take a take a minute to get to it. It's like right there. Oh wait, it already did it. The, like look, look at the look at this thing. So, and there doesn't seem to be like a you know a big blast radius or anything like that. So you're saying when it landed, you're thinking the dust the dust should still be floating around. Yeah, the right? dust settles too quickly, or maybe that's what that's what happens in a vacuum. Well, I think also to the question is how long was it before they actually shot the video? Because obviously there's video on the ground right now. I mean, somebody's there's a video there, right? So right. somebody or something there had to be a video. Uh, like they're did, obviously moving, so they jumped. Did they get out and set up the cameras, and then he get out? Was there no blast? Was there no blast from his jump down when he got off the ladder? I think there was, but I don't think they showed it. Oh. What's well, dark? Yeah, he landed in the shadow. Yeah, can't see his. There's feet. A little, there was a little bit of kick up. There was a little bit out of the shadow. So, like, look at the flag. The well, yeah, the flag oh. waving. But is this? Oh, I guess. Oh, I, I guess we're going to ignore that. Well, um, be the first. We don't have to. Uh, we, we can go in that later. Yeah, like, uh, so the crazy thing about this footage is, and I, I think I sent you a different email just a second ago. Um, that shows uh the the module, uh. Shooting up into space. Yeah, I got it. I'll play it. Um, that's interesting. Uh, it is what happens in a vacuum. A 20-pound dumbbell falls as, as fast as a feather. Yeah, it's har that's horrible uh, quality, but I mean... And the video is even following it. Yeah, like how does the camera... <laughs> see how the camera follows it just... And then it starts to... It starts to zoom. I mean, has anybody ever said or commented on that? I know even Buzz brought it up, like I said in the video earlier, but maybe it's possible NASA's controlling that uh, from Houston, you know? Controlling look, at how it, like, yeah. look at how it blasts off. Like, that just, that just doesn't look real to me. And what's crazy about this stuff is, was it in 1968 that uh 2001 space odyssey came out uh, i don't know was it I, th I think it was i think it was like a year before the moon landing which i mean if you think about that movie uh and how well it holds up to modern standards like that movie looks real man uh and you know we'll talk about kubrick too uh, before the episode's through but uh I think uh, I think this might be a, a, a good chance to 
talk a little bit about the lunar wave because that's a new phenomenon yeah. that's been happening since about 2012. So uh, going into that, uh, some anomaly hunters have captured the so-called lunar wave, stating that the moon could in fact be a hologram. Uh, well, at least I'm getting this off of a, a not, I don't even know how to pronounce this, anomalian.com, uh, at least covered with a hologram at certain points in time. So the conspiracy theory has emerged somewhere around 2014 when Crow 777 of YouTube and other vigilant skywalkers, skywatchers, uh, have stumbled across a peculiar wave traversing the moon. Because of this, they've insisted that what we see above is not actually a cosmic rock with unique behavior. Sounds mind-blowing at first because the moon uh, would explain phenomenon such as tides created through its gravitational pull, scientific hypothesis that's strongly embedded into the currently accepted model of the world. All right, so let's um, let's see. Here's a video. Give me one second. So basically, the lunar wave um, goes hand in hand with the hologram moon theory that uh, the moon is basically a projection. Mm -hmm. It's not an actual physical rock, you know, or anything. It's, it's a literal projection, like a movie, you know, it's, it's right. like a movie projector in the sky. So let me. Uh, and this opens up the whole uh, right. flat earth the dome the firmament possibly yeah i mean it, it you know kind of opens up gateways to um proving those yeah things. the the moon landing hoax is kind of the gateway drug for you know these other these other things because mm -hmm. it's hard to not it, it it's hard to uh to really be a hundred percent it's easy to be a hundred percent saying we went and the moon landing was real because obviously you'd be with the majority and it, and it's so much easier to believe it than it is to not believe it because we uh -huh. don't know. Uh, yeah. It's and, a really hard topic. And we've been shown stuff our whole lives. Like it, it's been, it's been really an effort to cram this into our heads and, you know, we all have our beliefs, but and I don't it, know. Something's it, not right. And then it comes down to if you don't believe it, is it because it's not real? Is is the moon fake? Is it a satellite? Is the firmament keep us, keeping us from even getting to space in the first place? I mean, there's so many different reasons why somebody wouldn't believe it, but you have to take other uh, interest in other conspiracies to not believe it. You know, is it just a simple like maybe we went back because there were uh, quite a few missions, right? Um, Apollo 17 was the last one. Yeah. They've been back before. So other people have walked on the moon, 12. Um, yeah. But then again, that could have been easily, you know, <laughs> I mean, just made up, you know, for uh, different reasons, for funding from the government, you know, for it's just so many different reasons. Right. I mean, there's all kinds of, uh, of stuff to look at as far as like, I remember looking at there would be these these uh these little x's that appear on those old photographs uh you know uh kind of periodically on the photo and sometimes the little x would be hidden behind you know uh something that they added in the foreground at, you know post and then there's also like you can see like moon rocks that have letters on them like they're props um there's 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 all kinds of things to look at as far as the footage is concerned. Um, like there's one shot of the astronaut like falling down and then he like suddenly pulls himself back up like he's on a wire or something. Um, there's just so many things. 
And if, if you really think about it, I mean, the capability of Hollywood at the time, given that, you know, Kubrick was making something that still holds up as far as, uh, you know, space propaganda, I guess, you know, whatever you think. But that quality uh, alludes to, I mean, they're capable of faking this kind of stuff. I mean, if they're capable, if they're capable of doing it and they've done so many other, you know, false flag type events and, you know, phony things, I mean, it, it's just, it, it just seems so fake. I don't know. All right. Well, here's a video of the lunar wave. Yeah, this is, this is, uh, this is weird stuff. Some, some say it's a camera anomaly. You see it? Here it goes. This like it's it's a it's a wave going over the moon like an old you know like a VCR tape you know uh, would look like if you recorded something and you're watching it over again. That's that's exactly what it looks like. Yeah, it looks like a refresh rate, mm-hmm. right? So if you look at space with a telescope, you can see some haziness like the atmosphere, the heat going. You know, you can see movement, but not like this where it's just a straight line. Mm-hmm. It looks digital. It looks, um, it looks like a refresh rate. Mm-hmm. And if it was, if it looks like a refresh rate, you know that kind of lends to the holographic theory. Um, and of course, also we only see this one side. This is the it's only a very side. Straight line too. It's doesn't. And, and like the best footage that we have of the opposite side of the moon is that Chinese satellite footage that we saw. It just seems so phony. Oh, so the, uh, the, the video we were showing earlier, that was China's the, take on the backside of the far that, side of the moon. That was, yeah. that was the first look um, at the dark side of the moon, apparently. Okay. Well, yeah, that's completely bogus. That's just China. I mean, that can, yeah, yeah I don't, you know, I don't believe that at all real good from that. Oh, uh, it's, and then you know for for that to be featured in what was that history history.com yeah china's historic land or historic uh, viewing of the dark side yeah so i count that as uh, they're claiming that's official so that's laughably bad like it's embarrassing Mm-hmm. Kind of like the bad Photoshop jobs that we've looked at on here too, like of uh, yeah. what was it, Venus or whatever. Venus, yeah, yeah. There's so many things to take apart about this, but uh, let's let's look at a couple more. Uh, a lot uh, going on in the comments made. too. I want to, uh, yeah, let's catch stop up for a bit. And maybe maybe talk about a few things. Uh, don't want to miss the conversation we're having in the chat. So uh, I do believe the. Let's see here. You believe the moon landing was real, but it's just as easy to fake it as a PR propaganda stunt. Uh, movie technology wasn't great then, and taking the movie in the 1960s, uh, terrible quality. It's easy to look back now with the tech we have. Um, so f me. So I was kidding that. So uh, <laughs> um, we haven't critiqued the quality as such, and I- I'm trying to put it all together. Exactly what's being said, what uh, one believes in the other. Um, it could go different ways. So I guess it's, 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 uh, we should probably say why it's, a uh, um, you know, of course the, the, uh, the quality of everything's different now. So I don't think people are looking back with the quality now saying, Oh, it looks fake because obviously the, the video quality wasn't really great back then, but like you were just suggesting the movie, 
uh, the Space Odyssey was done. Was it before? It was before the moon landing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's and it's the same type of quality, but better, obviously, than the moon landing. So it's kind of like the thought is, the moon landing footage obviously is not great quality because you know you assume it's space and it's hundreds and thousands of miles away. What it's like, uh, I don't want to misquote the, how many miles it is, but it's a long way. And um, of course, it's gonna be. Uh, poor quality but it's almost like they all they could have done that on purpose too mm-hmm. because people you don't you don't want to see like for instance they were saying why aren't there stars in the sky and one comment was well it just wasn't picked up the contrast the uh, the camera and all this but the other side was uh and i forget where this came up but they were saying they I didn't remember. want somebody smarter than them on you know in whatever country seeing this video saying no the, actually at that point on the moon the stars would have been different through to some sort of um, um, constellation that somebody picked mm-hmm. up and NASA missed. So they're taking the stars out completely so that they can, again, make the footage more believable and that you can't debunk it as easy. Right. Uh, the shadows in certain places, like he comes down the ladder on the shadow. Uh, it's just, there's a lot of what people think purposely is set to cover up uh, the minor mistakes that they can't afford to have out in the open. And then you have little stuff like the blast and the sparkles. It's easy to say that we don't know what it's like in space. And I agree with that hundred percent. Everything's yeah. different. The resonate, the, uh, 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 what were we talking about earlier? The, uh, oh my gosh, like the bell, uh, the way it was sounding like a bell, uh, when they, you know, hit it with that, everything could be different in space, obviously, but you, you can't use that as a scapegoat to not believe or not not ask why you know when you have uh buzz saying you know we didn't go and well look at the stars stars weren't there because they didn't want so it's mm-hmm. such a hard debate but um but yeah so I well just, regarding yeah. like tech and stuff and uh and all that what was the guy's name i think his name was don petite uh a nasa astronaut his own video saying I'd go back to the moon in a nanosecond, but we can't because we've destroyed that technology and it would be too painful to rebuild it again. What the fuck are you talking about? It, like, what, well, what, see, are, you ta- what are you talking about, Don? That. I partly believe that. You know, you look at the the written, the, the lady that holds the book, that the manual, basically, to get to space, because everything happens in seconds, right, with everything that they craft. So, as soon as the job is done, they have to throw away everything because they have to completely rebuild and redo everything for the next mission based on where everything. And that's one way to look at it. Everything changes and you don't want to keep that material because things could leak. It could end up in Biden's garage <laughs> and, uh, and eventually <laughs> go out to Russia who we're, we don't want going to space, you know, you know, and different things like that. So it's like you also, there's also a side of that story that I believe why mm-hmm. keep the manual to get to the moon if, if you can't use it again and then it also puts you up for a liability of it leaving NASA and getting in somebody else's hands to help them, you know, give them ideas, but technology we don't want out. So there's two ways of looking at that too. Right. It's really uh, hard, but I, you know, it's just, it's crazy. Let's, um, let's pull up an, uh, I sent one link of the, the, a couple more links of the lunar wave. There's one with a double, and I'm just wondering, and actually Crow 777 has even uh, uh, 
commented on these videos. Uh, so he's he's thinking that they're real. They might not be real, but uh, these other videos clearly show the same anomaly uh, passing through the moon. Yeah, see them? Yeah, the lines. That There's two are, of them, and they're, and they're not parallel. They're That's diagonal, strange. too. That's strange. They got to be camera anomalies, right? Somebody's Somebody's got to know something about aliasing or whatever it's called, like with the cameras. I mean, could it be the heat from a jet engine as the plane passes and then the plane's miles away, but the heat's still there? I mean, but it's such a straight, perfect line. It's so straight, and it's moving at such a consistent rate. Uh, right. Uh, fast, uh, really fast. That it's not like getting water at one end. Like, if you would think heat would disperse and get water, you know, the further away it is. But it could be as simple as that. Like, there's no way 100% of knowing any of this. Right. And the flag, uh, yeah, like you were saying, um, you know, the Action Lab did the thing on the flag as well when they put the flag down. That was a lot of conspiracies. Um theory about the flag moving and flag can't move in a in a um vacuum due to inertia moving and stopping and going back but that doesn't change the other conspiracies that are wrapped around the moon landing itself like the dust is pretty interesting so here's a close-up the dust from landing and the dust from the blast off that's a oh yeah you can see them again and they're saying these aren't Camera, yeah, there it goes. They're saying these aren't camera anomalies because uh, they'll move the camera and it'll catch back up. But I'm wondering if it has something to do with the processing of the video. Could be. Well, why wouldn't it be like that? And see, like, what I need to do is just be constantly looking through my telescope on full moon nights. Of course, I don't have a telescope that you can super super see the moon like that close but the the trick is you know if you if you see it with the naked eye how can you prove it how can you prove well, it? well if it's a camera anomaly like if it's a hologram then the reason you had that 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 issue right and correct me if i'm wrong because i don't i'm not an expert at cameras obviously but like isn't it to do with the um oh what's it called the refresh rate um the uh shutter not the shutter rate but you know what i'm saying the uh yeah, the frame rate. The frame rate, uh, yeah. yeah. So you'd have to have two frame rates. If you're watching it with your, your eye, you can't really prove a frame rate because you won't see it. Right. So the only way this would come up is if it's being recorded by a camera. So on a full moon night, you'd have to literally like record the camera nonstop the, the kind of see if this is really like a frame rate issue. Mm-hmm. You'll yeah, never got- see it with your own eye. There's got to be somebody out there that can uh, that can debunk this, but you know I've been listening to some of what Crow Seven 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 has to say about it, and uh, man, the stuff the stuff gets out there. Uh, he's one of those. I, I'm pretty sure he's one of those. We uh, we never went to space guys. Um, yeah, I, and I the, think yeah, and the whole uh, you know space is an extension of Hollywood. Um, and I, I'm just in the mindset of if they're, if they're, if they have the means to fake something like that, I mean, think of the corruption, think of all of the weird, uh, exploration of Antarctica and just how hard everything has been pushed your whole life. 
just something doesn't something doesn't seem right about all this. And then, of course, like the moon, the moon has strange psychological effects on human beings. Yes, um, that people that you know, that get cops, people, that, ambulances, people that work at hospitals can attest that all kinds of violent crime and, and stuff like that happens uh, during full moon phases. And we talked about this on a previous episode on how like uh, witchcraft uh, is, is heavily uh, moon based, moon phase based uh, to do spells and such. So, uh, Regarding what the the ancients saw of the moon, and then like our pioneering of the moon, our landing on it, something. So if the moon isn't real, what's the how do you? And I'm not trying to play the other side here. I'm just curious. Just thought about it. How do you explain the uh, tides of the ocean? You know, I know our our favorite guy Neil deGrasse Tyson. Um, did I say his name right? I did not come out. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. He was talking about how like the water's, you know, doing like this all the time on Earth. Yeah. And basically okay. it's like moving in and out because of the constantly. So it's not like just a you know sphere, but um how do you explain the tides? Um, I think the tides can be explained. Uh, you the know, there's, there's, there's park, always right? there's always seismic activity and there's uh you know, there's wind. Uh, there's there's all kinds of things uh, that that happen to cause that, and I'll, I I wouldn't say it's it's moon related per se, but I mean that's just my personal belief. I I do believe that the moon is some kind of a, I I think it's some sort of projection. That's that's the camp that I'm in, but I'm also in kind of the the simulation theory camp, and that's that lends to the uh, that camp because if uh if something if like an ai has taken over our reality that would explain all of these anomalies right like our reality mm -hmm. isn't real anymore mm -hmm. uh we're like we're like uh we're like stuck on a grand theft auto map and we we <laughs> haven't realized it yet yeah um mm -hmm. that that's kind of that's kind of what i'm starting to to kind of believe because so many weird things are, are happening that just seems so laughably coincidental. Yeah. Have so, you ever uh, have you ever played Fortnite? I have not. So uh, and I I just kind of like played it for the first time and but the one of the things I picked up is when you're going into the level, you know, you you ride this boat, whatever, go but it's a there there are many flat earths in this galaxy. And when you're doing Fortnite, you go into one of the flat earths and you dive into the world and you're in the world. But like, it's kind of funny how they put, and I'm not saying it's just, it's interesting how they did it. Cause it's a whole bunch of flat earths everywhere mm -hmm. and they're just everywhere. So like you're saying, like we're in a map and don't realize there's others. Well, just like Fortnite, you dive into a, a flat earth and that's your earth and it looks like the earth and you'd never yeah. know otherwise. But if you, you know, you can see all the other flat earths that are thinking the same thing. It's kind of interesting the way you put it, right? Because like after the singularity, let's let's say like our consciousness was downloaded, or like we we live in a cloud or something, you know, constructed reality based on what an AI would think are the traje the trajectories of our lives would go, you know. Mm -hmm. 
that's that's kind of that's kind of what I'm slowly starting to believe because nothing seems real anymore. You know, we talked about like deep fakes and all that stuff, um, and how how technology and its fakery are infiltrating our lives, and what what is the extent of it? And you know, as someone who sits in the simulation camp, I believe most of the things that we talk about on here can be tied to that, you know, like Mandela effect and all that stuff, you know, maybe CERN punched a hole through and, uh, it, it screwed up reality and it digitized it or something. Um, but see, I, that's why I want to have stuff. Like, I, I gotta get this stuff debunked. Like the, uh, the lunar wave, is it a camera anomaly or isn't it, you mm-hmm. know? And, um, I want to continue to investigate this. And see if I can see it myself on a clear full moon night. Uh, we're, I'm seeing some interesting stuff in the comments. I didn't know this. But uh, kids act crazier. Uh, according, to the comment, according to the comments. Kids act crazier. It affects uh, uh, women's menstrual cycles. The, the moon. Um, what is this? Fortnite is flat because the code of the map starts as a straight line. It's easier to program on a straight line versus a spherical object. Oh, interesting. Well, maybe that's what's happened to us. Yeah. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe that kind of goes exactly what you're saying. Yeah, maybe we woke up one day and we're on like a GTA 5 map and we just haven't noticed it yet cuz we're just programmed to live out the rest of our lives how the computer would think that we would live them. And, you know, I would speak on this podcast the way the computer would think I would speak. Right, and and the touch on your subject, which is uh, off the moon, but a very valid, you know, thing for the show. Um, you know, like we went over the Bible uh, with with Cole many episodes ago, and he was talking about like, and I, and I brought up the whole six thousand age thing, right? Yeah. So if you have a computer game and you're programming everything to show age of the Earth kind of like you're building that science to show age of the earth, but yet you have this document that says it's only been around for 6,000 years. It's like the creator of that program could be giving you the actual information. This program's only been going for 6,000 years. Yeah. But scientifically we've written it to where everybody believes it's, you know, millions and years, you know, people have been right. around for 300,000 years and earth has been around for billions of years and, you know, like because they programmed the science to for us to believe that, but yet here's the actual document of the creator of this game that we're all in. You know, and I don't necessarily believe that, but the kind of play on your thought, you can't debunk or believe something a hundred percent because if it is a program, we're programmed to not ask too many questions. <laughs> I mean, you know, right? Uh, unless unless we're not NPCs. <laughs> so but we might we might be npcs uh but this moon stuff is uh particularly curious because if if that is a refresh rate oh man that that means so many things that means so many things um, so let's look at it this way the moon isn't real what's the purpose of faking the moon great question um i wish i had an answer for that I, I think maybe there's um, a mechanism that is ancient that we don't understand that is driving the uh, the heavenly bodies. 
That's what I think. The sky clock, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's, you know, it's tied to the origins of the earth. The earth is some sort of mechanism. Uh, one could even say an organism, maybe. I mean, it's possible that we're all, I mean, it is a living thing. Uh, I'm, I'm convinced. Um, but the moon is too miraculous. It's, it's just the right size that it causes the, you know, an eclipse. And the way they explain those ratios, oh, that's cool. More children are born on full moon. Crazy people are committed more. Yep, yep. It's, it's weird, right? And maybe, you know, the, the official explanation is maybe, you know, the, the moon has a gravitational pull on the oceans causes the tides. So we're made of water. Maybe it has to affect us somehow, right? We're mostly water human beings. Um, what was, what was the point I was getting at before that though? Um, so yeah, the, the astrological ratios of the moon, this is, this is the, the way I remember them explaining it to me. I, I, I took, um, I took astronomy in college, uh, a couple of times and, uh, uh, it was explained to me that the distance from the earth to the moon compared to the distance from the moon to the sun is the same ratio 400 to one, uh, when compared to the size of the sun compared to the moon. So the moon is 400 times bigger. No, the sun is 400 times bigger than the moon. And that distance is 400 to one as well. So it causes that perfect. Hmm. It lines up perfectly. That's just such a crazy miracle. Right. And, you know, it makes it makes our moon unique because our moon is really close. And that article that I pulled up earlier was talking about how when planets form out of these uh, these big dust clouds, usually the planets form when they, they form side by side. And the moons form along uh, along with them and, you know, uh, gravitation uh, happens and that relationship is formed. But. The explanation for ours is, like I said earlier, the, a planetary collision that knocked off a chunk of the Earth and that was slowly uh, whittled into a sphere and that became our moon. I mean... If you believe that um, that coincidence is real and we are just the miracle planet, then you can't believe in aliens or any other... Uh, anomaly like that right i mean it's such a coincidence there's no way it could be created again right i think it's a desperate attempt to make math work uh based on a heliocentric system um i'm I, i'm going i'm going geocentric on this uh i feel like the the ancients were onto something and you know all that graham hancock stuff is coming out and uh really sort of uh uh validating a lot of a lot of that stuff. Uh, we don't know about our past. Uh, so you're, you're saying you, you think maybe it was crafted many many years ago to make um, to make something not real work for uh, for our sake for our math. Yeah, it was a it was a it was attempts to make to explain great distances like they uh even back to hipparchus this is pre-copernicus uh he projected that the stars were infinitely far away and then each time after that 
they built on top of that science and tried to make that math work. But then, you know, Tycho Brahe was, uh, was an astronomer that, uh, yeah, I know T dog. Yeah. It was, <laughs> he was, uh, he was, he was, uh, uh, kind of easing back into geocentrism. He was going against the grain towards the end of his life. And then I think Kepler was his successor. Uh, then of course he, he went back to, you know, the mainstream, uh, at the time. And here we are today. Um, but what would be the point of faking it? I think the point of faking it would be so we don't ask questions in beyond that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They go up there. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. That's what it is. All right. I'm not going to think any more about it. I'm not going to think about Mm -hmm. my place in the universe. Uh, Oh, I'm space dust. I live, I, you know, I'm, I'm a speck in the infinite universe. Um, so it's it's that kind of mind control on top of discouraging us from exploring the the world with the one life that we have to live. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you're that, um, just if you don't mean anything just because you are just such a speck, you're not going to sit there. You're just going to go to work and you're just yeah. going to take care of yourself, basically. You're not ever right. going to ask questions and try to figure things out. Um as Jeremy Boring would say, wage slaving. Yeah. Slaving. <laughs> so you obviously don't believe in the moon landing because there's a, or, or your words, you don't like the moon to you might be, uh, it's not really a moon. Like you said, it's a living thing you think in, uh, not the moon, could be a hologram. So you don't believe in the moon landing, right? No. Or do you? No. I do not. Which I mean, I'm, that's that's a pretty obvious question for you. That's the reason one of these topics is so great to have on the show because we have different views and uh, right. commenters are all different. Fifty fifty. I don't even. I honestly have not made a decision on it. A part uh-huh. of me, like I don't want to believe it because there's so many reasons that I feel like uh, not just a video of what we talked about tonight, but just the whole thing, the timing with it. Um, you know, I don't oh, want to believe it, but I also don't want to write it out write it off either and just be like no it didn't happen because it's like well let's go into some more uh what about you astronaut what do you i have believe? no idea but i mean there's there's plenty more stuff to go into so yeah, let's do it keep going um so one, one of the major conspiracies is the flag not necessarily how it's waving but just the fact that if it's still there we should be able to see it you know yeah like everybody you know everybody who studies space or has you know a decent telescope can easily point it at the moons. I mean, even if you got what is the camera Nikon or whatever. Yeah, Nikon P one thousand. Yeah, um, so that that's a big thing that you know if if the fl- if we planted the flag or have planted flags, should still be you know you still should be yeah, able to see them at least you know. Really, yeah. Good technology to see something like that though, uh, but you know. So I like, came. This this is an official NASA website, and I actually just noticed this while peter was talking hold on let me share the screen so um like i said it's official it's an official nasa website apollo moon flag still standing does his feet not look photoshopped on the on the surface right there oh my god like that it it looks so out of place or maybe see you can't even say that he was in mid-jump either Wait, see, see where his shadow is. Maybe he's in mid jump. What shadow? See it, see it in the bottom right. 
right, left. No, that's not that's, that's not right, his shadow. Right. Where is his shadow? That this is the flag shadow right here, supposedly. And this is the lunar aircraft shadow. Zoom so out a little bit. Is. He's gotta be in the air. Or maybe he is in there. Maybe that's why it looks photoshopped. Okay. I didn't think about yeah, that. Yeah, no, I guess the shadow would have to be further down if he's in the air. He might be, he might be might be bouncing. I don't know. But look at the look at the module itself. Look at that thing. You're telling me that that hunk of shit <laughs> blasted 4,000 miles per hour to the moon, landed safely, and then blasted. I mean, it looks like it's ready. It looks like it, it's a fire hazard. It would just explode. It looks like it's literally taped together. Mm -hmm. Look at the yeah. foil. Well, there's no resistance. So, you know, I mean. Again, it's one of those, we don't know what it really takes. Obviously, NASA knows if it's all true. They've figured it out. The what shadow about... scenario is interesting. If you if you lift the lunar module, the shadow would be not right at it, right? It would be further down. So it's like, again, it does look so suspicious. Well, like <laughs> also, I mean, if he but... is if he is jumping in the air, wouldn't we see some disturbed dust or something? What creates the shadow on his right leg, on his right leg? That should be this. Might be his left leg, his right maybe leg. It's the, maybe oh, it's right the strip leg, oh, yeah. fabric. I don't know. Now look at that little thing on the you tripod turn. behind him. Is that one of the remote control cameras that they? Uh, Looks I mean, like who, it. who set it out there? Was that really him getting off for the first time, or did they get the camera guy to go out there and set up the cameras first? Right. I wish we could find the video of Buzz saying that. You know, who did the cameras? Like, he was there, obviously, right? So why would he even ask? Yeah. I heard somewhere I was listening to some stuff this week, and um, it was they they remote control it from the from the craft. From the like, craft. Yeah. It was it was basically like they put it on a little, which know. seems so, uh, you know, easy for today. Mm -hmm. Um, so I just find that so bizarre. I'm gonna try to find that video. Maybe bring it up on our next episode. So, yeah, um, so apparently every time we've landed on the moon, all the Apollo missions have left flags behind. Okay. So, um, excuse me, uh, images taken by the Lunar Reconnaissance Orbiter have shown that the American flags left on the moon by Apollo astronauts are still standing, except for the Apollo 11 mission, which Buzz Aldrin reported as being knocked over by engine exhaust from Apollo 11 liftoff. That's kind of weird, if you ask me. But, uh... It kind of so makes it a little bit more believable in the other. Each of the Apollo yeah. missions to the moon planted an American flag and soil by studying photos of the Apollo landing sites taken at different times during the day. Scientists observe shadows circling the points where the flags are thought to be. Hmm. Flag and shadow. That's a big shadow. I don't. That doesn't look like what that is. It's a big shadow for that little flag, though. But maybe it's just like bad quality pixelation. Probably an alien craft flying. Just caught yeah. on camera. So yeah, hmm. that's uh, apparently flags are still up there. I'm not saying they are or not because I don't know what to believe. So, so they they left mirrors for people to use certain technology or you know kind of prove that they were there. Oh yeah, it's you could like shine that. a laser up there or something. Right. Kind of want to try that. So, what do y'all think about the, this this flag situation? The flag situation is weird. Uh, I'm also thinking about 
like thrust yeah, in a are. vacuum. <laughs> like thrust in a vacuum. I want somebody to explain that to me as well. Like if you're in a vacuum, can you create thrust? Well, uh, so if you watch the action lab about the flag, so the flag's in a vacuum and it's moving. That's the point of the video. But at one point he turns the oxygen back on, right? And it destroys the flag. Well, my take on that would be, that would be your thrust. You can have as simple as, um, you know, letting air, you know, like you see people floating around in space by their thrust, right? Their packs and, and then it goes, you know, just using thrust from, it could be as simple as air uh, being used as thrust in a vacuum. I don't know. That's just what I took from that the action lab video. Yeah, I'm, I mean, like rocket thrusters, because you know, there's there's flame, right? Um, I'm just I'm just wondering about because there's no way for I mean, it would be very expensive for me to start testing uh, rockets in a vacuum. That would be far too expensive to experiment on. Well, if we get enough viewers, no. <laughs> <laughs> But it's like fifty million dollar deal. We can get little rockets. See, I, I'm I'm calling BS on the whole situation, the whole space situation, um, because there's just there's just too many things. Like there's even there's even footage, and it's actually hard to find this stuff now. There's there's footage of astronauts up there working, and you see like little bubbles come out of their suit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, they could they could easily film all of this underwater. And they even show where the astronauts train. Sure enough, it's, you know, it's like a big blue screen that they're swimming in front of. They could easily just superimpose a background on that and tell us it's space. Like, uh, I just, I, I think we're being discouraged to explore uh, our world. And what's sad about that is it doesn't necessarily have to prove anything because it could be as simple as like nasa's trying to get funding for this uh space um uh I'm, I'm losing the word here you know where they're their thing that they're building in space help me out here pretty simple just can't think of it the come on guys <laughs> the, <laughs> fuck? the fucking space hotel we'll call it right yeah the iss international space station thank you for helping me out with that jackasses anyways um <laughs> It Sorry, could be as simple as yeah, I was reading. they're trying to get funding on the ISS. So what do you do? God bless everybody's on the call. What do you do? You create the visuals of the ISS. Well, we don't have funding to actually build it and get astronauts up there, right? So let's do it down here on Earth. Let's create this momentum with it, and let's get funding for this ISS off of fake video of us swimming around a pool or doing CGI or whatever to get funding, like the innocence of trying to get money and NASA trying to pull one over us makes us believe space is not even real. When in reality, it might just be them trying to take a cheap way of getting funding to do the real thing. You know, like we don't know. That's, that's a big theory is that that's that. how they get funding. They, you know, right. They, so it could they, be they continue the, they continue the, the illusion in order to keep getting funding. Cause like, Oh, can't go to space. And guess what? NASA shut down. Right, you know, yeah, yeah. They they give us they give us all these space movies and shows and stuff. Space, 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 and uh, you know, it's 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 a thing that exists in our minds. We have a perception of it, but that perception has only been built 
by what we've been exposed to our whole lives. Mm-hmm. You know, by textbooks that you know, like six families own all, all, all you know all the publication. Uh, all all the textbooks are like coming from the same the same publishing companies, and it's just it's just so easy to see yeah, that same this thing with this, the food we eat. Yeah, everything can be so manipulated, and it has been for a very long time. And people are slowly waking up to it. Uh, but, you know, like I said, the moon landing is the gateway drug. Yep. And just there's just so much phony stuff around it. Let's see, I'm, I'm still reading some comments here. I don't know. Keep it up. Um, it's good stuff. Yeah, I think I think we know uh, just as much about the deep ocean as we know about the heavens. So then you say, uh, well, all these billionaires are starting to go up to the edge of space and they can float around. And, um, you know, my thoughts on that are with the right aircraft, you know, you can get zero gravity without going the space in an aircraft. So what's to say they're not flying up to the, the highest point and then just steadily flowing down. Right. Yeah. Those are called parabolic flights. Right. And, And doing that at a constant until you get low enough to where it stops. Cause they're only up there for a limited time. Yeah. You know, not me. I, I don't know if it's hours or not. If it's hours, I probably can't have that. Life. There's a, there's a lot of footage that you see from ISS and things like that, where you hear a lot of like loud vent- ventilation sounds in the background and, you know, they're floating around and that stuff is filmed on parabolic flights. Cause those flights are very loud, but then there you'll see some videos where, there is perfectly quiet and they're just kind of floating around and there's, there's footage of this lady, her hair is like standing up, you know, because of the anti-gravity. But what's so strange about it is it looks like her hair is just permed. Like it's, it's <laughs> like, like it not human in it. Yeah. Like, right. It's like permed and just sticking up and it's not, it's not flowing around. Like, you know, it, it, hair is like, it moves kind of like you're underwater in the zero gravity. It doesn't like, move like the flag would move on the moon. Yeah, but see, the flag <laughs> moving, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me if it's a vacuum. I can understand the blast from... Yeah, the I got a, um, I got some debunk... I got a debunking article I'll go go over at the end. Okay. So oh, it's kind, of, it's kind of play, so, you know, the other side. Okay. I have a question. Um, have you all ever seen satellites, nope. like with your eye, like looking up and being able to point out a satellite? Uh-uh. You know, you can. And I was going to ask yeah. if you've seen it before. Um, I've seen quite a few, but I don't know. You know, like I'm, I'm assuming they're satellites because somebody told me at one time it was. And now I can point it out because it's a constant light that moves through the sky straight. Yeah. It doesn't blink. It's not an airplane. Obviously, you can see an airplane when it's blinking. Even from any distance, you can see an airplane. You're always going to see it blink. But uh, you can actually look up the sky long enough. If you just stare at a certain spot, you can sometimes find a satellite, which is pretty interesting. Um, assuming, Ooh. you know, I'm about to step on a landmine here, but, uh, I'll see it in the comments. Ooh, I'm sorry, everyone, but, uh, Let's do it. if you, if you look into it, there's, there's stuff out there that talks about it. I don't know if it's true or not, but the challenger tragedy. Oh yeah. Apparently all those people live. Yeah, well, well, that's a whole different episode. Let's, yeah. let's not even get into that right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look, look into that yourselves and, let us know what you think in a, in a later episode. Yeah. Oh so, so back 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 <laughs> to the yeah. back to the moon landing stuff. Peter, the Van Allen belts. What do you think? Yeah. Didn't they change? Uh, 
the location of the Van Allen radiation belt recently. Um, so they they say they said that there was a dangerous belt of radiation between Earth and the Moon, and now I think they're saying that it's beyond the Moon. So you know, there's there's a conflict there. Yeah, I haven't I, I haven't heard of the change. So, but I don't know. But yeah, so basically, if you're not familiar with it, the Van Allen belt, it's it's a basically it's a radi it's a it's a radiation field or zone, whatever you want to call it, um, that basically surrounds the earth like an infinity sign almost kind of thing mm. if that makes sense yeah and so the danger in that is if the astronauts pass through that they'd be fucking toast fucking toast i mean they'd be <laughs> like they'd be they'd be dead pretty much you know yeah um assuming it was at such high levels you know but uh from what i've come across that just happened to you know that they happen to just not not be that high of levels when they pass through you know? Right, everything, but, and you know, and we haven't been back since. You know, right, everything's perfect. But yeah. I, I, I think I read something about they've they've changed where they they changed their minds on where they think the Van Allen radiation belt actually is. Mm -hmm. Um, so I mean, none of it adds up. None of it adds up. Yeah, let me. I have an article about a, a Science Magazine how NASA worked around the Earth's radiation belts to land the Apollo Eleven on the moon. Uh, where to go? <laughs> we got to do a show on this. I know. It's, mm -hmm. I mean, it's, it's a lot of it's a lot of stuff. Um, they where you go? I, I fucking lost it. Um, yeah. So just Google it. It's a uh, article from Science Magazine. I just don't understand. I don't even know if we can get it, if we can do an episode on that. That's almost yeah. crossing the line. You think so? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. I'm reading these comments. Me too. I love yeah, them. So we can just read comments. Let's just yeah, read comments. Let's call the, it a night. Uh, <laughs> let's just read them. Uh, no, the the Challenger thing. Yeah. The, uh, uh, the let's get into the Challenger. The I'm afraid we're gonna have to talk. Yeah, about that. that's that's a different yeah, we'll, episode. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's what I was about to say. We're gonna we're gonna save that for a different episode. But that that'll be juicy to go over that. Um. So let's see. What did we cover? We covered the lunar wave. That's weird. Um, what else did I send? I sent something else, didn't I? So basically, um, anyway, back to the Van Allen belts. Um, one of the theories, or, or one of the, uh, not theories, but one of the arguments against, you know, a lot of people who believe that we didn't go is we couldn't pass through the Van Allen belts. So one, one of the arguments against that is uh, what Professor Ojha, um, or, I don't know where he's from. I'm trying to find his in the article. Juicy as a Vegas award. Is firewalking. If you've done firewalking, you know the one thing you don't do is linger around the middle of the fire pit. You cross as quickly as you can. From a science point of view, as long as you walk across quite quickly, looking at the thermal conductivity of your feet, you are not going to have enough thermal energy going into the soles of your feet to burn you. You're absolutely fine. Just don't hang around there. Uh, just don't hang around in the middle. In a similar way, the transit time through the Van Allen radiation belt right at the beginning of the Apollo voyages was incredibly short traveling through the Van Allen radiation belt. If you're going fast enough, which you need to be, if you're going to the moon is no problem whatsoever. Conspiracy status debunked. <laughs> That's a good sounding explanation. So who knows now? One interesting theory is that it's not necessarily a radiation belt, but the Van Allen belt is actually the firmament. Oh, interesting. That's why we can't pass it. Oh, I never thought about that. Wow. Okay, okay. I didn't know Caitlyn Jenner was here. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's juicy as a Vegas whore, my God. <laughs> so, so, did we ever find the uh, the firmament like the measurements? Did we go over that in one episode? The uh, did. height of it. Yeah. Yeah. Remember? Um, oh so, yeah, the, that's there are weather balloon uh, shots that I think they go up and they mysteriously get stuck at like 150,000 feet or something like that. Something like that. Gotcha. Yeah, there were some weird ones. So another um, interesting thing is apparently they brought back like 800 pounds of moon rocks. Mm-hmm. This Then this is going to lead into my, I have two different things right here. So apparently they brought back a lot of moon rocks. Back to Earth, obviously. You're going to go to the moon, you're going to bring back dirt, rocks, whatever, you know, uh, to bring back. So... Coast to Coast does a lot of uh, interviews on this with various people over the past 30 years they've been on the air. So in an episode back from 1998, they interviewed a uh, Art, Art Bell interviewed a guy named Wayne Green, who's a very uh, fervent denier that we went to the moon. And he received a, a call from a ham operator, ham radio operator named Terry. Didn't really go uh, into too much about Terry. But uh, this, this ham operator named Terry... Uh, was contracted by NASA to go down to Antarctica and retrieve, you know, 800 pounds or so of rock rocks, Mm. you know, and everything and, and ship it to NASA. Didn't know what it was for. Um, So there's a interesting conspiracy right there that anything brought back from the moon, quote unquote, was, you know, just rocks from Antarctica. Oh, interesting. Wow. Okay. Yes, yeah, so Buzz was even talking in another video about that, about the moon rock. And which is so interesting, the reason I bring him up is because he's also talking about in other videos, like we didn't go, pretty clear as day. He's kind of saying stuff in other videos that makes you believe that uh, that they didn't go. But then he tells a story about the moon rocks and how they didn't uh, account for all the moon dust that they would track in. And they were trying to keep their weight down and weren't sure how that was going to affect their uh, trajectories and stuff, you mm-hmm. know, with, with all the extra dust that they tracked in, how they were cleaning it up, trying to sweep it, trying to do different stuff. Once they did the, pre- you know, the air pressure, right. They could actually like sweep it up, you know? Um, so yeah, he was, but I remember he was talking about like gathering the moon rocks and the weight and Peter, you know, a lot of weight. Peter, you said something about smoking moon rocks the other day, right? Oh, it was for research. <laughs> so that leads me into yeah, the moon. Second. I've been there, man. The crazy <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> you don't even know. So the, this whole moon rock thing leads me into my second uh, second part of this. Um, uh, another big conspiracy. Uh, I can't remember if it's. I think it's Armstrong or Aldrin. I can't remember. One of, one of their suits is on display in the Smithsonian. That was. And, oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. I think it was Buzz because he sold a suit for like millions, but I don't know if the uh, Smithsonian or not. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's there, there's a suit in the Smithsonian. I can't remember which one it is. Um, all it's Armstrong's. Okay, I got the link right here. So, um, we all know the famous picture of the footprint on the moon. Yeah. Okay. If you look at the spacesuit in the Smithsonian, the boot doesn't match whatsoever at all. Oh, really? The on the moon. Oh. So, 
Let me uh, this up right quick. I can send y'all a picture of what is in the Smithsonian because as we all know, the Smithsonian is fully historically accurate. Would not lie. Right. The dry cleaners and it never came back the same. They won't come break your legs when you find a giant skeleton. Yep. Oh, Armstrong's Apollo 11 spacesuit is seen in the, in the Smithsonian's Udvar Hazy Center in Chant Chantilly, Virginia. The Armstrong's pressure suit that he wore to walk on the moon during the Apollo 11 mission on July 20, 1969 is seen at the Smithsonian's Air and Space Museum. Oh my God, it's the actual suit. Yeah, but look at the soles of the shoe. So that's yeah that doesn't that doesn't match yep so if you recall um just a minute ago when we were looking at one of the links peter sent um let me uh oh yeah there was a little picture of uh one of the one of the boot prints yeah. well, was that a picture of the boot print from armstrong so the, these are the footprints left by u.s astronauts on the moon you that indeed see... does not match up right so as you can see, there's there's ridges and lines and whatnot, and then when you look at that, nothing. Nope, nope. Crazy. Those so did uh, did a little more research on that, and you'll never guess what the not the conspiracy theory. Excuse me. You'll you'll never guess what the reasoning is as to why the boots don't match. What do we got? Because they brought moon rocks back, it changed the weight of the lunar vehicle, so they had to leave their boots on the moon. No that's way. That's that's literally the reason. That is oh the reason why they left it. Uh, that's, that's why the boots are different because they left the actual boots that they wore on the moon because of the weight of the stuff they that were That was the back. official response? Yep. I would have thought it was like they cut the soles off, the research, the microbes, yeah. the, you know, like something scientific like that. Right. They left the boots on the moon? They left the boots on the moon because there was too much weight coming back because they were bringing moon rocks back and, and other stuff. Maybe it's true. I mean, what about their gloves? I know. That's weight. They unloaded the flag. That should have made enough weight, you know? Right. To come back. Wow. Yeah, that's okay. that's bizarre. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, I mean, it's it's right here in the article. While the while the original boots were uh, worn by the Apollo Eleven astronauts were left on the moon because of weight concerns, the Smithsonian does have the boots worn by astronauts on Apollo Seventeen, which were brought oh. back to Earth. Oh. How convenient. Oh. Like that's the kind of stuff they should a lot about. Yeah, they're digging their like if that is the truth, they're digging their own hole. They should lie about that. Don't lie about the the uh, the ISS footage with the you know all the stuff that goes on with that. It's mm -hmm. there's got to be a lot of you know stretching of the numbers and you know they got to make all this stuff work. Everything has a convenient excuse. Yeah, I just that that's just insane. They have they have the exact mathematical equations figured out to get to the moon but they mm -hmm. didn't have it figured out that they can't fucking bring their boots back <laughs> because they piled too many rocks on board had to be the dust but then that kind of matches what buzz was saying about the dust yeah you know and bring, just like, remote remote viewer brings up a good point or so where are the boots then are they next to the flag we should yeah i want i want some shots of those on. boots yeah you do uh also uh like so there's a certain amount of dust on the moon's surface, right? Couldn't you just measure it at how how fast that accumulates to determine how fast the how well, how old the moon is? I'm always well, worried about that. There was something said about they weren't sure, uh, and again, this is um, 
they weren't sure how the surface was going to react with their lunar craft. Like if they were going to sink, if they were going to just hit a rock, you know, so there was like, <laughs> there was some question about that. Um, Sorry. So doing like measurements, I guess when you're down there is what you're saying. Like if you're at the moon while you're there, put a pole in the ground, see how far down it goes and kind of collect the dust and know the age. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like uh, if, cause it has to accumulate, right? Yeah. So if you could determine the rate of, of dust accumulation, you could uh, you could determine how thick it is and then go back mathematically and figure out how old it is. Um, but, you know, you go back and look at that footage and that dust is being thrown up. They even show like... Maybe it doesn't grow with age. They they put... Or read they, the comments. There's, there's, one, there's one shot where they put the flag just right outside, you know... They put it right outside the module, and then it blasts everything to shit. But somehow that flag stayed survived. Yeah, it stayed in there. It's it stood tall. Let's see these comments. <laughs> these comments. Well, one didn't the Apollo? Uh, what was it? Apollo one of the Apollos and <laughs> like zero sundown. This is fun. <laughs> yeah, and Apollo seventeen. The last trip was nineteen seventy two, and then As... China went in two thousand nineteen made headlines with the far side landing and yet we saw the graphics from that yeah so it's like that doesn't even add up i remember seeing the video when china landed it, it was the worst like super mario on nintendo had better graphics like it was mm -hmm. it was ridiculous yeah um one of the other things is peter's favorite the old nixon call oh yeah the nixon call wow anything <laughs> about that peter explain I mean, that to the viewers it was just it was just live. He was talking to him on the moon, like on a hey, landline. On a landline. <laughs> so this this is on live TV on July twentieth, nineteen sixty nine. From the Oval Office, uh, Nixon picks up the phone and literally calls the astronauts on the moon. No latency. They're you know I mean they're supposedly what three hundred and something thousand miles away. Uh huh. No latency. No latency. Yeah. yeah. None. Um, None. Perfect. You know, perfect communication, and it, it's a huge, huge conspiracy theory, and, and it's it's weird. Um, I do, I do have a rebuttal for that. I, I want kind of want to go over the debunking stuff at the end of it, at the end of this. Okay. But, but yeah, that's it's, it's just weird. Like, it's 2023 right now, and. There's a from my house to where I go to the gym. There, there's a good five mile stretch of where I don't have service on my cell phone. Right. You know, it's 2023. I have Verizon, 5G everywhere. Mm -hmm. But for a good five mile stretch between, you know, my gym and, and where I live, I can't can't even call anybody. Right. It's but just, Nixon it's, it's was like, weird. "What's up?" Yeah. Yeah. No problem at all. Drug a line while they were on the yeah. <laughs> No, but it's Peter, like you, you, know, you, you drug a line too. NASA, or, uh, NASA, how was that? Wanna, you know, there's what's that? I said Peter also drug a line too. Uh, how <laughs> how was that? Kept you up a uh, straight line of that human. <laughs> yeah, oh, the moon jokes. rock dust <laughs> jokes. I don't know. I like that though. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, this uh. The the Nixon call is by far. I mean, it's just so ridiculous. But I'm so, I'm looking forward to hearing the debunking stuff. I, uh, yeah, at least the, uh, we need uh, to debunk the stuff so I can sleep at night. 
Yeah, I mean, if y'all, yeah, we can, because uh, I, I, I mean, we got the Kubrick, uh, Stanley Kubrick interview, but um, from what I've researched, that's not that's not Kubrick on the on the video. Oh, really? Yeah, it's an actor. It's um, it, it's not it's not a legitimate Kubrick interview, mm. but it might be. Don't know. Well, I know if, if I anybody. Know Kubrick, did, oh, sorry. Ahead. I don't want to change the subject. No, I was gonna... I was going to throw that out there while I was thinking about it, but go ahead. I don't want to change it. Oh, no. I was just going to say, I, I think Kubrick was like working close with NASA, you know, in preparation for uh, Space Odyssey. Right. So, I mean, he was he was all up in there with NASA. Yeah. He was, yeah, all up in that hole. So, like, if he's, if, if he's making, if he's making all these, uh, dis, you know, discoveries, you know, uh, in the filming process and, you know, how to produce, uh, you know, what he would think would be a convincing, uh, space set, the moon, and all that. Well, that set them up nicely for you know the the moon landing to follow. Yeah, some say it'd be a lot easier just to fake it than to actually go. Just so much easier. Fake it, never make it. Look at uh, traffic accidents, crimes, suicides appear to be influenced by lunar cycle. Uh, find no correlation between the lunar cycle and human reproduction, and then admittance to clinics and emergency units. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so do, do y'all have any other anomalies with the moon landing or anything? I, I, want to I have, up? I have one more, um, uh, and it's, uh, I'm going to have to send it to you. Um, and sorry, uh, I, I just remembered it. It's, uh, can't uh, wait to the next episode, Peter. Uh, it's eclipse shadows. This is, this is just a weird thing that, that I've, uh, I've, I've seen this in real life and, uh, I, I thought it was kind of in, a little interesting nugget to add to our moon discussion because, you know, I wasn't, I never really thought about light working this way. Uh, so this was, uh, this was back when that, that to, uh, totality eclipse happened. It was like 20, 17 or 18. That sounds right. Yeah. And I was in North Carolina uh, and, you know, I, we all had the glasses and everything and everybody was obviously looking at the eclipse, but I was noticing uh, something weird on the ground. Uh, I'm going to get this link here for you. Uh, and what it was the shadows. And I'm sending the link right now. And the, the shadows were affected uh, by the eclipse and it created uh, little crescents all over the ground. You'll see what I mean in the video. Is this a video you took or that you No, 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 but I've seen I've seen this phenomenon happen and uh, somebody other people have filmed it on YouTube and you know, there's videos talking about how it's a natural phenomenon and all that stuff, which you know, sure, I uh, I buy that, but it's still weird. Like look how weird this is. It's so like I've never I never noticed it until that eclipse. Uh, obviously, eclipses don't happen all the time. Did you send it? Yeah, I sent it. Here we go. I'm gonna cut it on mute. Hold on. Right, here we go. It's got audio, doesn't it? Yeah, look at the shadows. Do you see what I mean? Yeah, and if you look closely, it's all little eclipses. Interesting. I've never seen this before. Hmm. Yeah, I told you it was interesting. Like. Why does it do that? Obviously, so like you know, I do a little bit of photography. I don't, I don't know that much, but uh, you know, when I when I focus on something in the foreground and it blurs out the background, you can kind of see how 
light rays are tubular and it creates, you know, blurry, it reduces things to circles in the background. And usually like when you look at shadows like this on the ground, you know, through like tree limbs and stuff, it's all like little circles if you look closely. But during an eclipse, it actually affects the shape of the circle and causes these, these little tiny eclipses. I think that's fucking weird. Pretty, pretty, pretty bizarre. Is it because of the 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 light source is changing because something's oh shit? Drew figured it out. Going across it and blocking it. Uh, yeah, and you know, no, Crow possible. Crow seven seven. <laughs> I told you it's not real. Crow seven 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 actually uh, talks about this, and you know, of course, with their line of thinking. Uh, it leads to you know further mysteries and unanswered questions that you know that they speculate on. Um, but he talks about how the the moon and the eclipse and the you know the hidden sun or you know whatever they call it. Uh, there's some sort of like uh, it's a it's a camera term. Uh, it's it's the uh, the aperture effect. Like there's some sort of it's like it's almost like a camera. I, I don't. I can't think of a smarter way to explain it or an easier way to explain it. But um, you know, he ha he has a lot of theories on it. But I find that really strange that it affects the. So that means that light from the sun is tubular, and then when it when it hits a limb, it break it breaks off into a bunch of tiny little tubes. All right. So then, what you know, whatever's obstructing the sun will affect that shape. Right? Maybe. There, 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 now, according to comments, there are people that speculate that the moon could be a space station. Yeah, I, I was I was about to bring that up. That's why I, I uh, posted it on there. It's a uh, it's, it's an alien space station civilization uh, that's been monitoring the Earth for well thousands and oh, thousands shit. of years. Let me say this before I even lose that's so scary. Uh, track of thought. Uh, another episode, but the aliens on this earth or uh, these things that are going on, going through our oceans that we're constantly tracking with all of our militaries and they're hitting the ocean and obviously going on the earth and they're shooting back up. So it's not crazy to think that the moon could be some sort of satellite or um, exactly that, right? Because we had the pyramids. They said that communicates, can communicate with the moon, which would make sense if it's a satellite. And then you have these other anomalies that are going on with these things, TikTok things that are going in the uh, the water and into our Earth, they could be going to the moon, going inside the moon. Uh, it kind of combines, you know, what's going on on that. And that, yeah, uh, the Death Star that that reference uh, when uh, Kenobi says that's no moon, and they they designed the Death Star to look like a moon. Maybe mm -hmm. maybe that's predictive Hollywood programming, but. Uh, that's that's a creepy concept that it is uh, some sort of uh, uh, it's the, it's a planetary disguise or a, a, a planet type disguise and it's uh, it's really a, a space station that yeah, you know that, that could explain it ringing hollow. I'm trying to figure out who I think it was Richard Lear I think who that that's whose theory it was that the moon was a you know millennium millennium old space station mm -hmm. that's basically so going around the earth studying and monitoring i think it was richard Lear, earth, not sure. sure you know why couldn't it be so oh that's but, um, so creepy but yeah that's it's that's kind of all the uh, okay 
that's kind of all the uh, anomalies I have of the moon landing. Um, the American flag, you know, the, the waving of the American flag, the fact that, um, you know, no, nobody's been able to see it on there with their telescopes. Uh, the Nixon phone call, Kubrick interview, the 800 pounds of moon rocks, Van Allen belts, the boots in the Smithsonian. Uh, yeah, I didn't know about the boots. That was a good one. Any, anything else y'all can think of before we go into debunk mode? I want to hear these debunks. I'm ready. Let's do it. All right, so here's some of them. President, uh, one of the, well, no, that's President Nixon's behind the hoax. We didn't, we didn't go into that, that he was actually behind it. Oh, so, no, I, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll skip that one. The American flag appears to flutter in the breeze, but there's no breeze on the moon. According to this article, this one might be the dumbest of the litter. They, they automatically go into, you know, insult mode. Right. <laughs> the, only, the only time the flag moves is when Armstrong and Aldrin are planting it on the surface. The top seam of the flag contained an aluminum rod that was designed to keep the flag permanently tout. So when the flag was being set up, the aluminum rod moved with the motion of the astronauts adjusting the flagpole. With very little gravity on the moon, the movement of the flag continues briefly after the pole is planted. Additionally, the poor quality of some of the film and video footage gives the illusion of movement due to distortion and interlacing. Mm. I don't know if that word was tout or taut. I have no idea. Uh, there isn't a star field in the photos. So we y'all brought that up earlier. Uh, how right. there's, there's no stars. You know how we'd know for sure if the moon landing was staged? If there were stars in the photos. This would prove that the stars were artificially created in a studio, bright enough to match the brightness of the moon's surface as it reflected in the harsh daylight. In order to capture detailed photos in such, in such bright sunlight, the astronauts used an extremely fast shutter speed and a nearly closed F-stop. There's no way to photograph the surface with the proper exposure. Here's an experiment. I buy that. I buy that. Here's an experiment you can use to totally freak out your conspiracy theorist friends. Borrow the highest quality camera you can find. Wait for a full moon and then try to photograph the moon with the highest level of detail and resolution possible, capturing all of the surface features. Then check to see if there's a vivid star field around it. I bet there won't be. Hey, that's that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Pretty good debunk there. Debunked. Uh, the lunar module doesn't produce any jet of flames when it launches back into orbit to rendezvous with the command module. Anyone who's really, really into science fiction knows that fire cannot exist in a vacuum of space. It requires oxygen. Uh, what else? Oh, does that answer I, the I was about oxygen. Yeah. If Neil Armstrong was the first man on the moon, who the hell filmed him stepping onto the surface? Obviously, there was a video camera deployed from the modularized equipment stowage assembly on the outside of the LEM to shoot Armstrong's famous descent on the ladder. Obviously, guys. Obviously. Well, yeah, they had a, a camera out there, but the one that we were seeing from that video... I guess it wasn't Armstrong. It was, uh, you know, I guess somebody yeah. else. But it's just obviously, you know, as they yeah, say. Yeah, obviously, oh, yeah. You know that, sure. The way they word these articles, it's just like, you know. There's something called the Van Allen, Van Allen Radiation Belt, and if the astronauts had passed through it while on the way to the moon, they would have been exposed to deadly levels of radiation. 150 to 200 REMs is dangerous enough to the human body, but the astronauts were only subjected to around one REM during the Apollo missions. Hmm. Hmm. Why can't we see the landing site with the telescope? We can. 
blah, blah, blah. Stanley Kubrick was the filmmaker, and he dropped hints in The Shining. Oh, yeah. No, Stanley Kubrick did not film the fake moon landing. <laughs> there was a fun documentary oh, about The Shining not too long ago in which the filmmaker debunked these clever hints himself about Apollo 11. Bam, debunked. Bam. Totally, literally says, crazy, but totally coincidental. <laughs> so, oh, you got to love these articles, man. I know. Straight into insult mode. This is something like you know, flat Earth. People people have a, a like a visceral, disgusting reaction if you. Oh yeah. Even yeah. want to talk about it, you know. I I I think it's uh it's to see somebody's reaction, especially if it's like a really over the top, like oh no, how could you do that? Oh, you know, some people like walk uh, away. Yeah, then they start throwing up. Yeah, and it's just like you know, I can believe crazy shit if I want to. Yeah. Like just talk about it. It's fun to talk about anyway. Like let me live, damn it. I'm not hurting anyone. If I, they call you they call you an idiot and a moron and, and then they go back to watching their fucking, you know, the Super Bowl. Yeah. I can think things that other people believe is stupid, but you know, I'm not gonna make a fuss about it. Mm-hmm. Uh there are people out there that believe Scientology. No. You know. It's it's fine. They're not hurting me. I know. But it's just like it's just they you know, they have a visceral and, and guttural reaction, call you stupid and moronic, but yet, you know, I don't want to get into it like politically, but they're right. like, they're just, they're just spoon fed everything. They, they don't even, not even, not, not even question. They just can't like, hmm, that's kind of interesting that maybe we didn't go to the moon, you know? Right. Like oh, they're all, all of their, atten- all of their attention is diverted to the NFL. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Like oh, yeah, you that game? Yeah, you know. Oh man. Uh, regarding the gay frogs in the chat, uh, that's a reference to atrazine, the chemical atrazine that uh, I believe an MIT scientist discovered was uh, causing sexual confusion and even uh, uh, reproduction in male frogs uh, because atrazine is a herbicide. And uh, he was studying the atrazine runoff in, into you know the natural water supplies, and it was making the frogs gay. You know, mm-hmm. uh, well, of course, when yeah. Alex Jones screamed it the way he did, it sounded crazy. <laughs> so, uh, final thoughts. Let's uh, let's wrap up the moon landing here, uh, Lance. What do you think? Well, uh, I say we see in 2024 when the Artemis program they want to return back to the moon in 2024. You know, I'm going to hold my thoughts until we see what kind of video footage we get from that. Right. Um, I know what that means. 2024 is going to be a great year. Great year. <laughs> hey, it is kind of convenient. It's election year. Back to the moon. Shit's going to uh-huh. go down. Mr. President, what do you think about this? It's the best thing since, you know, whatever. Um, he's going he's gonna to call him on the landline. He has a landline. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Y'all are there. America's cool. going to be involved. It's going to be the greatest thing we've done. Since the last time we went to the moon, and Biden's gonna be on that call. Oh, where y'all at? Uh, you know, doing that whole thing. Um, so I think the I'm not sold that it's that it's real that the landing happened, but I'm also kind of like I don't believe that it can't happen. Right. So, um, I'm mixed on the whole. If you know, I'm just I don't know. I can't comment too much on it. Yeah. I think I think the moon's real. It's, it's a physical thing. Um, Case closed. Uh, 
I'm on the uh, I'm on the fence of whether we win or not because like at the same time I want to believe that we did because it's a huge feat of our you know of our our civilization, our technological prowess. I, yeah, I can't have enough confidence in the debunk of it to believe it didn't happen because mm-hmm. everything has that well this or that right. So it's hard mm-hmm. to like stand up for that one position yeah. for me. So I have to go with the. Like, like, I mean, I, I want I want to believe that we did some stuff. You know, it, like I said, it's interesting to talk about that that we didn't. Um, one interesting thing, you know, maybe maybe we did go because you know, in, in the flat Earth firmament theory, the the sun and the moon are within the firmament. Maybe we did go, and maybe it's closer than we closer than we think, and we did go because it's in the firmament. You know, so there's there's a lot of conspiracies kind of rolled into one on this one. If we didn't go, couldn't get through the firmament. If we did go, maybe it's in the firmament. We did go, you know, but I'm on the fence. I don't, I don't know. I want to, I want to believe we did. Um, some stuff makes you think we didn't, but I'm, I think, I'm on the fence. I, I, I think I'm kind of uh, sitting in the camp of simulation theory still where it's possible that, you know, maybe the moon and maybe everything was real at one point. But something has happened, mm-hmm. and now we're beginning to notice the uh, the uh, the glitches in in the matrix, and uh, you know we notice them all the time, and that that's kind of where I'm at. I think uh, I think something's going on with our reality, and I think I think the Crow Seven 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 stuff, which is uh, gaining you know publicity and uh you know i heard i heard he, he was on uh an episode of eddie bravo's podcast which was really interesting um i think that that is evidence of uh something something's up with our reality like if the if that is if that isn't a camera anomaly if it is a if it is a, a refresh rate i mean that's wow that's real that's so terrifying that that could be yeah. so many crazy things but you know these are just these are just fun, scary topics to think about. I mean, even if we didn't really go, that that means a lot of crazy, scary things. Right. There's you know? something's not right. A big yep. old rabbit hole is what that is. Yep. So, uh, uh, if anybody else has any any evidence, any further theories, please email us because the people deserve to know. <laughs> we deserve to know what went on so uh but yeah again but seriously if you do have any theories any other uh, evidence or, or rebuttals or anything feel free to email us room 2008 ent at gmail.com hit us up on twitter at room 2008 ent2 uh we'll be glad to you know bring it up and, and discuss it on our next episode and um you know kind of go from there i don't know what we're doing next time but uh you know the i'm still on the fence about this one you know mm-hmm. i just just don't know it's a hard so, one it is. It's a hard topic too. Just the like investigation continues. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, yeah. Join us next time uh, here on Twitch.tv slash Room Two Thousand Eight ENT, and we will see y'all next time. Room Two Thousand Eight out. Peace.